welcome, welcome. I am well, welcome to Generated X. Somebody will, might want to start with that first. Generated X. Yeah, I, I am G Co. JT in the house. And it's a twosome. It's a twosome this week. <laughs> All right. So here we go. JT's here. Miss last week. He's back. He's back. Back in action. Bunch, bunch, bunch. So JT and I went left from home. We like to get into the the muck, as I like to say. <laughs> the, the muck. We're about to get in the muck. And I I guess I started the whole thing earlier today and I sent in our group text stuff about churches and religion. So we decided to get on that uh that whole train. And I guess what I'm gonna do is read a few things to you. And then we're gonna go off from there. So what it all happened was I came across, as I'm scrolling through Twitter, you know, trying to avoid doing what I should be doing. And I'm scrolling through Twitter. <laughs> we and always see, up in that wormhole right? sometimes. That wormhole. <laughs> and I see something about good old, honest Pastor Joel Osteen. <laughs> was it about all the money they found in his house? No, not that money they found in the wall for some strange reason. He had $640,000 in his, in his wall, but hey. But was it about that jet he has? No, it wasn't about that jet. No, it wasn't about that jet. Hmm, what could it be? Well, good old Joe pays himself an annual salary of $54 million, not $540,000, not 5.5, not 5.4 million. $54 million. $54 million. From his church profits. He had and a he, custom, he has a custom garage. He has a custom garage with 20 car stalls for each of his custom vehicles. His favorite is a Ferrari 558 Italia that costs $270,000, not $27,000, $270,000. And he lives, would love a car like that. And he lives in a, <laughs> I had to read this twice. He lives in a 70,000, 70,000 down. But, bitch, 70,000. A 70,000 square foot mansion. So he can host parties like the White House, huh? So that prompted me. Let me, let me, let me stop. Let me read the second thing. So let's go for that. And then the next thing I came across as I'm scrolling through, and I don't know who, what was going on that Twitter just pulled these up on my timeline, is that the SEC charged the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And for those of you who do not know, those are the Mormons. My man walking, running around with a bicycle and a tie trying to Ring your doorbell at all times. Leave me the leave me the fuck alone, little man. <laughs> and then when you try to pretend you don't speak English, they start speaking Spanish to you. <laughs> I had kind of been one of those before. You do look um, a little Dominican. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh. So they basically have been charged them and their investment management company have been charged for failing to disclose 32 billion, I'm not talking about 32,000, 
$32 billion in assets, and they created 13 shell companies to hide those assets. That's crazy. And I think he froze up. This dude froze up, and it's just me and him. So now I got to figure this out. Because usually you see Rob here, we can just talk through this until his internet gets back going. And I thought you moved, first of all, to be in a better place for the internet, John Thomas. But apparently you didn't. So anywho, thank you for coming back and joining me. The new house was supposed to bring new internet, brother. What happened? You are on mute. It, it did. It did. <laughs> I guess I got to upgrade even more. <laughs> so I was saying about the, the Church of Latter-day Saints, the Mormons. Yeah. Failing to disclose $32 billion. $32 billion. Billion. That's in assets, big. and they created 13 shell companies for those assets. Yes. yes. And that prompted me to tweet out, churches need to be taxed. I'm sorry. There should be no more taxes for churches. People raking in this kind of money. If you, you are tax exempt, yet you can take profits and invest them and make money off that. That's ridiculous. And the fact that as we mentioned earlier, that churches should be non-political. Yet, during every major election cycle, who yeah, has politicians come in to speak? Well, and not from both sides. So my question also, churches and taxes, he gets us. Jesus, you've seen those ads during the Super Bowl. Where did this group get $20 million to run an ad for? Churches should be taxed. If you got $20 million to run in the Super Bowl, uh, you can be taxed. I agree. Think about I agree. all the people churches say they help, but they don't really help. Think about, and, and somebody put this out, that the IRS has figured this out, that if churches had to pay taxes. How much revenue would that be? The 15% corporate tax if churches had to pay. That would total over two trillion, trillion dollars. Schools, raises for teachers, police. I know because you know they want to fund the police. You can pay police more. Roads, programs to actually help people feed the homeless. Free lunch for kids in every state. Free lunch for kids in every state. Imagine that. Then those churches will really be doing their duty, right? Yes, they would. They would be following the what? The way of Jesus. And by the way, Jesus, us. Jesus was not a conservative. Jesus was not a moderate. Jesus was a liberal. He was a radical. <laughs> read, read your Bible. <laughs> exactly. And a little bit of history, too. <laughs> Man. And don't just leave yourself to the King James Version, either. No. Well, you know, he wrote that. They, they took books out to fit what he wanted it to fit. That's exactly why it's called the King James Version. <laughs> do your research, but pe but religious people seem not, not to want to do research. No, because if you've been instilled in, 
it's something been instilled in you since you could understand the English language for the language that you speak. And you just know that you go and these are the traditions, these are the rituals and whatever it is, that's what it's all built on. Now somebody tells you something different, that will blow your mind and change your world. And like, oh wow, have I been living a lie my whole life? And I think that's the hardest part for people to overcome. Right. Is that if all this time I've been taught this and it's not true, man, what's really going on? And how many other things have I been lied to about <laughs> or not told the full story? Um, there, there's a lot of things within there that if you bring it, like you said, people lose the context and the culture of the time when it was written. Yeah. And don't know how to relate to the modern day. But again, back then, look at how many things we have now that they didn't have then. They had to walk everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, there, there wasn't no fast food restaurants, no internet, no cell phones. There wasn't even a lot of diversity right. within their communities. So therefore, the whole thing, common sense, it was common to that community at right. that time. So then the way that it was written, it was written so that the common folk can understand and live by that because that was their environment. Now, with the expansion of it over the world, the diversity of the world, the population of the world, the technology of the world, mm -mm, it just don't add up. And, and you really can't, you have to transition from what was written to a lifestyle now, but at the same time, you have to realize you're not getting all the information based on that one particular King James version. Right. It's funny you just say about how people are, are taught something and they grow up. And, and there's someone on Twitter. Here we go with this Twitter poll. Her name is Dr. Nicole LaPerla, LaPera. And she has interesting things to say about just relationships, life, human, human mind. And she talks about, and I came across this today, which is funny that all this is fitting in together, that there's a part of our brain called the reticular activating system, RAS, mm -hmm. that creates what you believe and how you behave. And it's, it's all in your subconscious. Mm -hmm. and, and she says that basically, if I can scroll through this real quick, that our, our brain does a lot of things for us that we don't even need to think about. And, mm -hmm. and she said the RAS regulates your consciousness, your motivation, how you take in information from the external world, your behavior, arousal, and at any given moment, countless things are happening around you. And your brain filters out what it believes is important. Yeah. <clears throat> she gave an example, like say you're looking for a new car, you know. Okay. A Jeep whatever it is you go to the jeep you go to the dealership you look at it you test drive all that maybe you don't even buy a car you leave and then suddenly like the next few days you see that car everywhere that type of car everywhere where you ne never really noticed it before mm -hmm. and it, 
in reality, those cars have always been there, but your brain filtered it out as not being important. But once you went into that dealership, looked at it, all that, now your brain keys on and says it's important. And she says this also works basically in your subconscious because the subconscious mind is what stores all of our core beliefs. So it works every waking moment to confirm the core beliefs that you hold. And this is called cognitive bias. Yes, I've time, heard of cognitive bias before. Each time a bias is confirmed, a neutral, a, a neural pathway is solidified. So your belief becomes stronger and stronger. So basically you're validating, your brain is validating your belief. Oh, look, yes, yeah, see, that's the way it is. That's the same you know, thing like, with stereotypes too. You know, like slavery didn't exist or slavery was a long time ago. People keep saying that and they believe it. Oh yeah, see, slavery was a long time ago. But as me and, me and C. Rob talked about, Last episode, was it really that long ago? Because Harriet Tubman was alive during John Adams, who was the second president during his lifetime. She was also alive during Ronald Reagan's lifetime. Hmm. Ronald Reagan Reagan was president in the 80s, not too long ago, when you put it together, right? So she says, this is why most people tend to hold the same beliefs, habits, and patterns throughout their entire life. She said... The RAS doesn't care, doesn't care if the belief is good for you or if it benefits you in any way. It's just simply a self-confirming machine that allows us to exist in autopilot. So without thinking, now listen to what she says. This is the most crucial part that I thought she slipped in something here to people as a message. Through the practice of conscious awareness, she puts in parenthesis, or waking up. Ah. Ah we can start to consume new information, to question beliefs, and to start to observe, to see what our RAST is filtering into our lives. So basically, learn, awake, or as they like to say, woke, be woke. Now stay woke, (laughs) people creeping. No, they gonna find you. Oh, uh, can't you sleep it? That's right. Stay woke. Yes, sir. Um, so I, I found that interesting, especially when you think about the religious right, people who cling to religion, who don't want to think outside of that because they've been told a certain way. I mean, it's in the Bible. It has to be absolutely true, but does it really? It was a story created for illiterate people to keep them interested, to learn about the underlying message. Yeah. Shouldn't be taken literally. Yeah. And, and, it, and it also control a certain percentage of the population. No, it's control. It's user's control. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely user. Well, as you say, control, which is another thing that I came across <laughs> a few days ago, right? Come across a lot of things, huh? So it was an article about, and this goes to, you had sent out a, a, a Instagram, I guess, a, a little yeah. clip about religious and the religious right and not really being intellectual. See, we just call it stupid. Yeah, yeah. But there's a professional term called anti, anti-intellectual. Intellectualism, or as I like to call intellectually dishonest for those like the 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 uh 
the Ted Cruz's of the world, the, the Marco Rubio's of the world who have an education playing down just intellectual, intellectually designed. Kennedy too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But he's, he's a racist though. Yeah. Yeah. The, the racist Gomer. Yeah. Uh, so well, yeah. Louis, Louis Gomer's another one too. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Arizona. That's got the Michael J. Fox sy- syndrome. But it, it, the article I was reading was <laughs> showing, and they drew a line on how in the 70s, billionaires and corporations started tying themselves to the religious right. Mm-hmm. And so we'll use a Joel Osteen or someone like that. So you find guys like that, you give them money, you have them spread the word, push a push, you know, you know, anti-abortion, push this, push that, push that. They grease those pockets. Those people get their flock to follow. And hey, no matter that that you, Johnny, two terms is in Tennessee making $7.25 an hour with no health care. Um, your schools are horrible. Your schools don't have internet. You can't even get get to work half the time because the bridges and the buses are out. No, you're going to vote Republican because we're against abortion, right? And they mm-hmm. they found out that and they use them because they know that these people can get their flocks to vote Republican no matter what because they don't think they don't challenge. They're easy to control. So. The, the ultra religious are easy to control because it's one issue. It, they don't even think beyond the other issue. And, and that started with Billy Graham. Uh, Billy Graham was like in eighties, I think it was under Reagan. Yeah. And they were Reagan. trying to change the abomination of America. Mm-hmm. And it was, was focused on the family or, or something like that. A foundation they had created and that foundation was funneling money to all these right-wing evangelical type of politicians. Mm-hmm. And in the years, that was the funding going towards um, overturning Roe versus Wade mm-hmm. um, to your conservative Supreme Court justices, to your conservative um, district, U.S. district uh, judges, because they wanted to control. They realized that okay, the majority of people ain't against it, but we can't change the law by few. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot of money to put the right people in places. We can overturn the popular vote or the popular ideal of what is okay. I mean, if you look at it, they are the biggest snowflakes because it's all about projection with them. Um, but to talk all this freedom stuff, that is the party and the religion that wants to take away the most majority of your freedoms <laughs> in this country. <sighs> Voting, marriage, justice, uh, housing, education. I, I mean, the list goes on. But why do you need education when you got the Bible? That's all the education I need. <laughs> Now look here, Cooter. <laughs> this here book is our only education I need. Let's look up 
you know what I'm talking about. The Vicness. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I, I can't really pronounce it, but that there book is all that I need, partner. Matthew, Mark, Luke, Paul, and John. John, those are the only ones I can pronounce. So those are the books we're going to stick with. God don't care about no health. God don't care about no trees. What you talking? Why would God care about trees? Don't nobody care about clean air. God don't care about that. God care about saving them babies that I ain't going to have nothing to do with once they're born. But we're going to save them babies we might even let a little uh, a woman die during pregnancy because if that's God's will, that's God's will. She's just going to be dead and maybe have half a head, but that's all right. And you know what? If your 10-year-old daughter stopped wearing all those seductive little dresses, maybe her uncle wouldn't have got her pregnant. He wore those sexy crocs. <laughs> Them Crocs was showing too much toe. <laughs> and this is why. This is why. This is why we can't, we can't be alone. We can't be alone. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> More editing going on. Yes. <laughs> Oh, uh, okay, okay. Right. Gotta wait to hear from that one. That was funny, dude. Oh. <laughs> uh, but again, uh, as we say previously, with the thing, the anti-intellectualism, because this is where from the evangelicals, Protestants, and so even some of the Quakers, that notion of free thought mm -hmm. of learning outside of what you've been taught could be dangerous because you're going to learn learn more and we're not going to be able to control you right that's right. the way i kind of look at it and so even from those values back then they brought it to the present of here this is what we're trying to do we're trying to change school curriculums because you don't need to be that smart I mean, why should you learn about your history? Because if you learn about your history and then you'll realize, <laughs> you'll realize that things weren't quite what they should have been, right? Exactly. And then you'll want to fight for voting rights and equal rights, and we can't have things equal. And, and the, the, the thing that's the biggest head scratcher to me, right? Is you, I see it in this city, a lot of major cities too throughout this country. Mm -hmm. For there still to be this divide, this much great segregation, right? All these mixed babies out here right now, right? Well, that's yeah. why they're working. That's why they're working hard right now to quash things. Well, because a certain group doesn't feel that their women are having enough babies. They are. They all just got a little tint to them now. Well. They got a little melanin to them now. Got got to say them say them babies. That's why you got to ban abortion. Got to say them babies, baby. Except except when them babies come out a little brown, a little brown. 
Were you messing with Tariq over there? <laughs> they were doing that when they bring over a black dude or a black girl, they'd be in the bed like high-fiving. Yes. <laughs> we're part of the group now. Yes. It, it you know. It's just crazy how all that ties in with religion. It, it, it is control. It is, I mean, because we've all met and, and religious people, like very religious people. And it's almost to question nothing. Mm-hmm. It snows, it's what the Lord wanted. Your car don't start. That's just the way the Lord wanted it. Or maybe you should have got that damn thing fixed. You should have had regular maintenance on it. Maybe it wasn't the Lord. Maybe it was your laziness to it. Well, I mean, it, okay, so then your theory only goes so far because God created everything and everyone. Right. So then he created the homeless person. He created the town drunk. But he also created the scientists that came up with the cure What's ailing you? Right. Or is that witchcraft? No, it's witchcraft. Like if he gave you if he if he gave you divine inspiration to to be able to fix your car to go out and get a job or or help you pass a test or whatever it is that you think he did for you. Money came right on time, the check came right on time when you were when you gotta pay your mortgage, right? What makes you think he didn't step in and give the people who created like the vaccine? Let's do the COVID vaccine, the divine knowledge to be able to create these things. I mean, I mean, you say with like the surgeons, the hands of God, right. but yet when it comes to actual science, you, you, you deny don't it. Believe it. God is science. God created science. Mathematics exists. I mean, so the universe. No, wait, he can create the universe and the earth and people, but he can't create a vaccine. No, no, he didn't. What are you talking about? That's the devil's work. That's the devil's work. Because the 652 other vaccines that we don't put in our body are perfectly fine. But this one, because I don't want Joe Biden to be president, because this one, this was the devil's work. And then you put that into the commercials you see on a day-to-day basis. This leg syndrome, psoriasis, uh, diabetes, right. uh, COPD, all these other ones. And then you got the HIV. Mm-hmm. So all of those is cool. Because I ain't seen nobody on TV complain about any of those commercials, right? Nope. Even though some of them is kind of like borderline for maybe what ecstasy or not. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But you have those commercials on. No, I didn't see any Congress people coming up talking about the Vic Tarby commercial. Right. You know, any of that. But the vaccine during a pandemic is an issue. Yeah. So what about the flu shot? Not an issue. Okay, polio? Mm, not an issue. Joe, Joe Biden, Biden won president during polio. 
but he was working in the government. He was working in the government. He was only about, he was about 52. He was elected during that time. Oh my god. Uh, oh my I'm gonna god. get the polio vaccine and run for president. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Crazy man. It's it, it's all it it's political, it's control. It's yeah. oh, they're gonna take your rights, they're gonna take your your I don't even know what the issue to to the to the vaccine is, to be honest with you. It becomes so many things like Get, football player gets a heart, you know, gets hit in the chest, heart stops. Oh, it's the vaccine. Yeah, but like, you got more non-vaccinated. The, the facts are that more non-vaccinated people died right. over the past three years than vaccinated people. Well, well, let me tell you all something medically, and this is serious, and this is about the vaccine, that every person who who was injected with the COVID-19 vaccine, Pfizer, Moderna, whatever the other one is, every person will eventually die. No! Now, it might be 60 years from now, but God damn it, every one of them will go die eventually. Man. Hey, that truth, man. <laughs> Woo. I don't know if I can handle this. I don't know. I didn't want to lay that truth down on you. Woo. I don't know. I didn't want to lay that truth down on you. So just remember. Pray. I might need to pray. Hold on. 40 years from now, when, when you when you on that bed, I might wheel into your room. It was a vaccine. I told you. I told you. I told you it was that vaccine. You said it did Moderna. <laughs> Astronautical, whatever. <laughs> you, know how old, you know, how, no, but you know how old people mess up names. Astronautical. <laughs> the Aztecs made it. <laughs> oh my God. But it's like, I have no idea. What what this issue is with it with the vaccine? Yeah, I I don't get it. I I I don't get it. I mean, um, there's things are made for a reason, and I think that again, if you feel that somebody can create the universe, the earth, all these animals and plants and everything else, and even some of these other technological advances and scientific advances that we made over the past hundred years. Right. If that can happen, then, I mean, it's just totally political, obviously. Yes. That was the biggest thing. It well, totally because most of, the, most of those politicians who are out there speaking against the vaccine took it. They took it. Most of the newscasters took it. Newsmax, Fox, uh, the other a AON, they're vaccinated. OAN. OAN. Fuck magazine. Yeah. Fuck news. They're all vaccinated and boosted. Mm -hmm. And 
which is another topic, another episode. Yeah, they're playing money text games. Text messages are damning. Yeah, playing the money games. Money games. <laughs> Most of the people who get the vaccine are upset because they didn't get a chance to uh, buy stocks in it before. I know that's what it was. Like, you know how many of those, those people, those politicians invested money in the stock? Marjorie Taylor Greene, one of them. Talked mm-hmm. all that crap. She invested a lot of money, made a lot of money off those vaccines. Yeah. I mean, but they're they're the same people. Her, Gates, Bober. I mean, there's plenty of them that don't want student loan forgiveness for up to $20,000, but wanted their PPP loan. That's six digits forgiven. Right. But you're trying to say the taxpayer's money. Yeah. Pay it back then. Pay it back. I think anybody that votes against the student loan forgiveness should pay back. You have to pay that that back that money. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think it's what's fair is fair. I mean, because college is becoming a luxury nowadays and not something that's um, really affordable to the masses. That's another thing. Colleges are, are, it's becoming a ripoff. Capitalism has ruined our world. I'm going to do a whole episode. You know what? And it's going to get us all in trouble. Because it's an anti-capitalism thing. And it's just, dude, I've had it with, with yeah. the greed in, in this country. It's destroying yeah. the country. It, it is destroying really the is. country and something needs to be done. It's absolutely, from housing, like Wall Street buying up houses and people can't afford a house, like an average everyday, in the day, a, 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 a barber could buy a house. Now, if you work at a barbershop, you can't buy shit. You buy two unless, of, you, you buy another you, job. Yeah, if you own a barbershop, you can maybe buy a house. But now it's just, it's it's like guy who worked at the supermarket. He could buy a house. You know, he worked hard, bought a house. You know, now you, nobody can do that. Like it's it's the lower middle class to low, uh, uh, I guess poor class. Nobody can buy a house. Nobody can buy things like that. Well, it and since. The last time the minimum wage was raised federally, the cost of living in this country at minimal doubled. Yeah, well, it's still seven twenty-five. It was seven twenty-five like twenty-five years ago. Clinton, baby, Clinton. That's crazy. And the politicians keep voting against it, but every time it comes for a raise for them, they quick to vote on that joint. Guess who's president? All Guess who ain't voting by Zoom? Guess who can make their ass to the office? Yeah, put get that money in it. Put that money in their pocket. Just amazing. But we're against socialism, right? We're against socialism. We're against socialism, dude. We're against. <laughs> but I want all you people to pay for everything for me, my health care. <laughs> on President's Day, I'm gonna say we need to succeed from the country. Yeah, yeah. And, and here's here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is what kills me because it shows the total ignorance. Right. If you succeed from the country, do you no longer get any type of federal benefits or protection? Oh no, she tried to she tried to revise all that, saying, of course, there need to be a, a, a Department of Defense to protect everyone and just to protect no, everyone. No, no, no. No, no, no. So you want all the blue states who are already paying for no. all the red states. Yeah, right. No. Because uh, Ted Cruz, another dude in Texas, said the same thing. Go ahead and do it. We'll see how far you make it. it. We'll see how far you make it. You can't even, your governor can't even keep your power on during the snowstorm. Yeah. 
Yeah, go ahead. We'll see how you make it. You know, it is foolishness. It's it's all bravado, and it's almost embarrassing. And I feel embarrassed for people who vote for the GOP. Yeah, they're not serious about governing. They're not serious about helping you. It's all performance art. It's all to help themselves to self promote. Each and every one of them. You got a dude in, in Congress. Nobody even knows who this dude is. Santos. Yeah, nobody know that. No, Devarlier, whatever. He got like four names. Well, their leader set the standard. The man that told over, was it a hundred some thousand falsehoods in his four years? That's crazy. Over 120,000 false statements. So he set the standard. I mean, there, there's more that have done it, just not to the extent that Santos has done it, but he even admitted that he did it the last time he ran and people didn't catch on. They didn't catch on because you lost. Yeah. But now as you won, there's a magnifying glass in you. There was another uh, guy the other day who just got busted out. The guy from Tennessee. Resume. Yeah, Tennessee. down Tennessee. And also the girl from, from Florida that I sent oh, yeah, you out. Florida, they changed her name from Mayhoffer to uh, Luna. Yeah. Um, she said that her uh, grandfather was uh, in a concentration camp. Turned out her grandfather was actually a Nazi. He was actually a Nazi, exactly. Yeah, it's kind of reversed. Yeah. <laughs> well, I said he was at a concentration camp. <laughs> he was Jewish. Hey, she goes, she, I said he was at a concentration camp. Now he was in one. He was at, He was a guard, okay? Okay, he ran it. Okay, he ran the damn thing. I said he was at a concentration camp. Go back and look at the tape. Yeah. <laughs> Like the progressive commercial, put out the flag and repeat. Yeah, put out the flag. Look at the tape. <laughs> Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Yeah. And it's just like day after day with the Fox News scandal, the religious shit of hosiery, you know, these politicians every day just mad at Eminem's, mad at who, you know, uh Sesame Street. Yes, Sesame Street. Mad at mad at everything. And it's like, are you actually gonna govern? Worried about Hunter Biden's laptop. The man ain't never gonna be president. Would you care about Hunter Biden's laptop? Like, where are we going with this? So let's investigate Jared Kushner and his two billion dollar deal. Oh, they don't want to do that. With the Saudis. They don't want to do that. But let's investigate the live tournament. They don't want to do that. Let's investigate how all those people from Dubai. Came and stayed at Trump's hotel. Oh yeah, for like a week before the election. Let's talk about how Trump charges the uh, Secret Service to stay at his resorts when he traveled. Or we can ask why Ron DeSantis We're comes up to Russian to Russian oligarchs. Yeah, and makes concessions for them and their businesses in South Florida. We can ask those guys. There's a lot of questions. There's a lot of questions I ask about. Once he gets off those platform shoes, you know, because dude was like five two, he was wearing Prince boots out there, trying to look hot, trying to look taller. That's a lot of me. Dallas Cowboy cheerleaders want they boost back. Yeah. Oh man, they do. But it's it's and it get back to the religious thing. It's. When these politicians talk about wokeness, because you know they use that's you know wokeness the same way you use thug, replacing that 
you know, nigger. They want to mm-hmm. say nigger, you know, mm-hmm. and that's how they use it and take these rights away from people. And of course, these evangelicals and, and all these people are up with it. I mean, even though you're supposed to be Christ-like and love your brother, no matter what yes. color he is. Yes. But white Christian nationalism, as they call it, is deep rooted in racism. That's yeah. just what it is. That's who yeah. they are. That's how they live. Give me God, give me gun, and F you colored folk. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, that's what it comes down to. Even though I may be living in a, uh, a trailer park in, in, in Florida, and because of the governor that I voted for, my insurance tripled. I can't afford insurance, so if this root blow off, I'm done. But you know what? That's okay, because you know what he did? He got rid of AP African American history, because we don't want to learn about no black ass. <laughs> but, but he also didn't he do something with Disney World where y'all taxes might go up? No, he, he he folded on that one. Oh now, no! Now, yeah, he folded. No, on that. no, yeah, because everybody everybody got after him. Where basically he, they were like, yeah, "You ain't messing with these taxes. Like, you, you, better, you better slow down on that joint, brother. You better get off this, off that train." And so now he said he's going to take control of the board. But it's like it's it, it doesn't affect it doesn't affect Disney still has control of that area. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah, way. yeah. And that's why that one dude he got rid of um, for the voting thing. He's still on. Yeah, I oh. think he got a good chance of winning because he was an elected official. You can't just in Tampa, fire him. yeah, yeah, he can fire an elected official. And quietly as it kept, a lot of stuff has been coming out that a lot of Republicans they're worried. Yeah, the way he uses his power to to skip the democratic process, a lot of them yeah. don't like that. Yeah, because for fear, for fear, if they cross him, that if he became president. That he would try crap against them, you know, and it's like, oh, especially when he did that to Disney. You know, they all own businesses. You ain't trying to mess with my money. What you doing over there? Maybe Trump. Maybe Trump. Like the mini me of Trump. <laughs> <laughs> little evil. That came on the other day, little mini me. Little DeSantis with his little boots off. Trying to climb. Trying to climb. dancing to just the two of us. <laughs> Oh my God, Ron, 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 the pedophile, messing around with high school girls when he was a teacher, getting drunk. Ain't with it him. funny how stuff come out on people when they said they gonna run for something because they got some Nikki Haley on some stuff. Oh. Uh, recently, she is a oh my God, she. Here's my thing. You can't Nick, answer no questions. Nikki Haley is a product. Basically, affirmative action. Yes. And now she wants to pretend racism. She literally says she grew up on the other side of the tracks. Why do you think there was tracks there, Nikki Haley? Because they didn't want you Indian people mixing with them. You're from India. Yeah. And so what's so funny that Nikki Haley attaches to these races, and it's it's almost a self-hate, and it, and it's common. Yeah. It's common. It just didn't happen with Clarence, like Black people, Clarence Thomas, and other ones like the uh, uh, Whitlock. Yeah, Jason Whitlock. So what's interesting that I found out is, you know how Nikki Haley's parents got into this country? It wasn't through the border patrol in Mexico, was it? 
No, it wasn't. So Nikki Haley's parents came in after the 1965 Civil Rights Act, which Black people fought to get, which opened up immigration for Asians because Asians were being banned because yes. of Vietnam. And all, yes. to all Asians were being banned. People from Asia were being banned from coming to the country. So Black people worked hard to actually, this is one of the things that we did. And guess when they came to this country, Nikki Haley's father is a professor. Guess where his first job was? An HBCU. Nope, he was a professor at a black university, brother. Say what? Nikki Haley, you are here because of black people. They're the ones who gave him a job and gave him his work visa, and he came to this country. And Nikki Haley shits on black people. It's crazy. Crazy. That's, that's almost as bad as Clarence Thomas. She, she don't walk into Clarence Thomas self-hate yeah, territory. She told Clarence Thomas to hold my beer. <laughs> sit down, sit down, Clarence. Let me show you something. You old school. I got some yeah. new school. I got some new stuff for you. <laughs> it's crazy, bro. It's crazy. Absolutely Man. nuts. It, it really is. It really is. And, and you know, again, this is this is going back to I think the word for today on Sesame Street is control. It is control. Keep you keep, to control you, keep, you. you keep your base ignorant. This is why they're cutting down education and resources and access to books and access to things. You keep you ignorant so you stay in line. And the thing is, what these people do not realize that if you read these books, these black history books, and you just remove from your brain that these people who are fighting for these rights are black and look at the rights and the equalities that they're fighting for, you'll realize that most of the things that you working class little person have now is off, the, it's off the fight that these people put in. And, and that would be the majority, but I think you still need the Asian, mm -hmm. the Latin, mm -hmm. you know, and others because they've all had a person or two or three that have made strides mm -hmm. to help us nationally. Right. Um, as far as equality and certain rights. Um, and they collaborated with our people to help get those rights to become stronger. Yeah. I mean, I mean, honestly, you know, the, the population change and everything else, that's, it, it, it's the fear of a black planet, like a public enemy said. Yeah. Or a brown planet, so I'll just say a brown planet. Brown planet. Yeah. It all blends in the brown, brother. It all, it, it, all, it all does. What can brown do for you? So, uh, just going back on the control thing, that's why it was illegal for slaves to read or write and for white people to teach them how to read or write. Right. Control with the religion. What did the Europeans want to do to the Native Americans? Teach them to our, the, the religion to be subservient. You know why? Because yes, you may be a slave now, but your riches will come in the kingdom of heaven. Exactly. So sit back here and be obedient. Like the Lord said, be obedient. Exactly. Which is why 
which is why a lot of African-Americans call Christianity a slave's religion. Mm -hmm. This is why, because it was used to control the slaves. And the Christianity religion that is about now is really like one of the only ones that does not involve nature, yep. the planet, the universe, yep. things like that, because there was a connection for people to the earth. And a lot of indigenous cultures and countries, tribes, everything else, there was a relationship because you respect the earth, the earth to take care of you. Right. You, you, you protect the earth, the earth protects you. Yep. And we got to so much of the, oh, uh, what's the word I want to use? We, we got away from that oneness with nature, the universe, society, and got more into words, words and, and actions that control. And, mm -hmm. and that's what is, and sometimes sit back and think, man, what would this world be like, this country be like? if the natives killed them when they landed at Pilgrim Rock. <laughs> well, according to Corey, last week, it would have just been Native Americans and African Americans because Corey read the book or some dude who said that most of black people that came over here were already here and very little came over as slaves. And I told Corey, stop reading dudes who write a book in a week and put it on Amazon because <laughs> the science just doesn't back that up. So maybe he needs to go read up on uh, Hannibal. Yeah. The great leader Hannibal mm -hmm. and, and the journeys that he made. Well, I told him there were Africans who came over to this new world but way it was also when the continents were closer together. Yeah, way before, no, way before Christopher Columbus. And I said, yeah. they probably came, they intermingled. Some of them, most of them, like any explorer, they come, they learn and they leave. Not yeah. everybody, you know, maybe some stayed. And, you know, like in South, uh, like South and Central America, you have those statues with, with African features. You have yeah. those things. I mean, that's not, that's not denying. You have, even the Vikings were over way before. You have Viking relics, things like that. But, you know, we're never taught that. It's mm -hmm. almost, again, it's control. It's because the more you know, the more you grow. And you can't be. <laughs> and that's one to grow on. That's one to grow on. And you can't be saddled with the chains of ignorance. You, you, you unleash those chains. And we were talking the other day, me and my wife, about how Africa, in maps, even growing up, subconsciously, they have Africa smaller than it really is because it really is the largest piece of land. It's the largest yeah. continent. It's the largest continent. But if you look at maps, they don't have it large. Why? It's psychological. They don't want you to see how big it really is, how massive it really is. And all the greenery was taken off of it. Yeah, yeah. Other countries, they had some green, some white, some gray. Mm -hmm. They just had it brown, like sand. Brown. The whole yep. thing was sand. It was one big desert. Mm -hmm. That's all it was. While you know? they pillaged, while they pillaged the resources. 
But it, 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 it's it's now it's, it's learning about these things. It's breaking the things of control. And I know people hear this and they think, yo, Greg is anti-religion. And I say to you, yes, I am anti-religion, homeboy. I am anti-religious. I'll, I'll say that I'm pro-God, pro-spirituality, but I'm anti-religious because religion, all that does is separate people. It, it, there, that, there's no, what it does. to me, there's no value in religion because Muslim man one is sitting over here, Jewish man two sitting over here, Christian man three sitting over here, you know, all, I'm, I'm going to leave Buddhists out of there because they're more nature oriented. When you, the more you move away from like you said, the universe, the universe is God. Nature is God. The Native Americans, the West Africans, that's a lot of what was stolen from us. Basically, they took us out of a spiritual nature, universal viewpoint and confined us to Christianity, the white man, Western King James viewpoint. And it became more about man than God. Bigger picture. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Than God. Became more about man individuality than God. Exactly. Yep. Then God and the collective. Yep. The collective, baby. It's all about the collective. I'm all, you know what? I'm gonna we one of these episodes, and I said I'm gonna get us in trouble. I'm gonna do my manifesto one day on capitalism, why some of it needs to be torn down, why greed kills our planet our environment. I mean, look at almost every trouble that we have, wars, everything is greed, yeah. money, greed, greed. Russia and Ukraine, Russia's in Ukraine trying to control. Ukraine, I think, is number two. Either we're one and they're two or they're one and we're two wheat producer in the world. Yeah, yeah. Ukraine is one of the top ones. And so when that war, Russia wants to control that. And when that war happens, wheat production stops. Inflation happens, but that's Joe Biden's fault. Oh, anyway, but I'm, I'm going to do a whole manifesto on my views, my political views, and what I would call myself in the political scheme of things, and also how that ties into my religious, excuse me, my spiritual viewpoint, and how that, because religion has become capitalist. Joel Osteen. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The church. Pay your taxes. Why, why is the minister rolling around in Mercedes and all this? If you're a man of God and you telling all these people your riches in heaven or don't love material things, then why you got 20 cars and shit like that? Why, why you, you got to move in that neighborhood? Why, when the hurricane happened, you didn't want to house nobody in your church? Remember that? Remember, remember that? Yep. Yep. But yet, still, those fools still go to his church and still give him money while he out here writing fake books, him and his wife. She probably, I think she got a makeup line or something. It just don't make sense, bro. It just, question. Stop taking these people for their word. Question what's going on. Yes, please ask questions. That's what Generation X is all about. We ask questions. We ask questions. We ask the tough questions. Because the people say things, and we're like, okay, wait a minute. Wait a minute. That don't make no sense. And I might have to thank Looney Tunes for some of that. Yes. <laughs> Anna it's, Barbera, it, thank you. To question. Yes. Well, let me question. But, uh, it, but I will say this. As much as we like to pump our generation up, there's a lot of us. Hmm, there are a lot of our rep, 
how would I word this? Folks, we know there are there are a lot of our Caucasian brethren in Generation X, in gener in Generation X. Yeah, yeah. Who, who went down the Facebook Q and I rabbit hole? Yeah, there's a lot yeah. of them stuck in stuck in that. Yeah, nonsense. yeah, because they thought their life would be better than what it is right now. Right. Just based on privilege. Right. But if you want to blame somebody, blame the brave baby boomers. I'm gonna have a baby boomer episode too. Yeah. They, it is my. They held on so long. Plus the greed too. They've always been greedy from the eighties and cocaine. They were sniffing up all the cocaine to even now when they're 80 years old, they greedy as shit. This, the worst generation this world has ever known are the baby boomers. They stared in the face of, they stared in the face of racism and did nothing to, to, to cure it, to counteract it. All they did was promote it even more. And even to this day, they still promote racism. And, and it's only white people that think Reagan was the greatest president. Well, he was horrible. We can do a whole Reagan episode too, because yeah. corporate greed, and that'll be in my manifesto uh, episode. Reagan is the reason why so much corporate greed goes on because he's the one. There was a ban on on corporations buying back stock. He lifted that, and now it becomes, "Hey, we're making a profit. Let's cut all these people. Let's buy back our stock. Let's enrich our our donors." Put a shout out for a Killer Mike and his song on Reagan too. Might want y'all might want to listen to that. They even watch the video too. <laughs> Reagan, crack, Reagan. I mean, I ran contra. Your criminal justice system, citizen. Reagan. Yeah, yeah. Corporate greed, Reagan. He rolled back education, Reagan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he was horrible. He was horrible president. Social service programs. Reagan. But he liked jelly beans. I mean, jelly beans and diet here. Who can't like that? Shit. <laughs> 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 yeah. He talk like the rapping Duke. The hall, the hall. The hall, the hall. Yeah, yeah. I almost did a William Parkinson impersonation. Dum dum dum. Dum dum dum. One up, dum dum dum. One twenty one sweet coffee. Actually, I drove past the Mitchell Park today, dude. Did you? Yeah. <laughs> we used to do something for the job. I was like, "Yeah, dude, we were there. That's those football stands weren't there. That fence wasn't there. You see, see them hills right there." Uh, we hated those hills. Oh, those hills, bro. Those hills. Those hills were not kind to a young man. Yeah. Then we had a and bear it, crawl up into formative years. Woo! Woo! Lord. Man. I tell you. I don't know. If only I could do it again. I might do it again. What? Just one time. Just one a time. I'm going to do one hill. One hill. You're going to do a wave. I'm dead by the time you get. By the time you get to the other one, the top of the second one, you ask me dead. <laughs> I'm gonna do I'm gonna do one hill and roll down and roll down. Oh. oh my god. For those that don't know, we used to run hills in, in high school. And it was basically what uh two mountains and a valley, basically. It was like yeah, a U-shape. Pretty much. Yeah, two hills. And you got to run a hill. You could do 
one hill, you start to, you go down, walk down to the bottom and run up to the top. That was just called the hill. Yeah. If you really made the coach mad, you had to do the wave. That means you had to run down the hill, the run up one. the other hill. Yes. Wave. Wave to the coach. Run back down. <laughs> hey, make sure the coach seen you. Yeah, make sure the coach see you wave. Because if make you sure he don't wave, forget to go do it again. And make sure he don't forget you was out there. Because, you know, Sid got caught out there bad that day. <laughs> Coach forgot he was out there. He's like, Sid, run, run until I tell you to stop. Run at the waves until I say <laughs> like 10 minutes later there. <laughs> we were, we was going over plays, and the Turk was like, Coach, Coach, Cedric's still out there running. He's like, you <laughs> I can't say it came up dying. He's like, <laughs> but he never he never got tired in the game after that. Never got tired of the game. Yeah. Never got tired. I don't think he fumbled after that either. No, no, he was good. No, good. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so you got anything else on religion? Uh, no, I think I'm. I think I'm good right now. Good. So yeah. yeah, stay tuned for my manifesto on, on capitalism. You know, yeah. As I run for president, I'm not. Running. And, and if people want to do some research too, you know, I always read some of your history books, but like more of a, from like the uh, Fertile Crescent time to ancient Africa, ancient Greece, um, look at Western religions and how they started. Uh, you'll get a better insight. Well, and to break it down simply, those civilizations that you spoke about, those great civilizations that you spoke about, mm -hmm. they all had their belief system. Within those belief systems, the stars, the constellations, the nature, all of that was tied in. Why have we dropped all that? Why were they so tied into everything around them? And we have forgotten. You know why? Because if you cut the vessels, we'll just call us vessels, you cut the vessels off from their natural attachment, again, they're easier to control. Because instead of thinking about the universe and what's good for the earth, what's good for the environment, what's good for other people, you, and you give me a singular issue like abortion, and I vote that way, who cares about everything else? Because now you know, God done told me, or well, the guy who pretends to be God's messenger <laughs> the guy who pretends to be god's messenger in the mercedes told me that i should vote this way and not care about all these other things that these big corporations are ruining as they lie in their pockets yes and and when the earth is unlivable they're gonna have the money to get out of here that's right they're gonna have a spaceship they're gonna be out on the moon somewhere or on a space station somewhere and we'll be all stuck in muck yeah you know yeah open your eyes people it's not it's not so bad to be woke awake awaken yes. reprogram awake. that ras that we talked about see how i brought that in full circle reprogram brothers and sisters it's okay to learn it's okay it's okay to learn even if it, you learn things that may not be too joyous may be shocking may be hurtful it's okay to learn it's if, okay if if someone asks you why you're the religion you are or why your religion does certain things and you can't answer it, 
you need to rethink why you're in that religion. Not just because someone told you so. Now, if your only answer to, to it is, well, you just got to have faith. Really? I'd rather hear that I like the music. Yeah, that drummer's hot. That I can accept that. Right. <laughs> but other things is like, you know, because like I said, you know, I, I grew up in the church, but I always had some questions. And he sometimes my questions were some people who were supposed to be some of the hierarchies. Right. That's, yeah. And when you have those type of responses, that causes you to do more research. Right. And find out more. And it, it wasn't until um, really when we was in Whitewater and I'm doing some work in the library and I think I went to religious class and that's when I actually found a Bible that had like 20 extra books in it. Like what? There's then, extra writings. Around that time too, it was early mid nineties when the Dead Sea Scrolls right. got found. And those were actually part of, of the history that was written during that time. So yeah. now if you start adding some of those things in there, it's gonna give you a different perception, again, of the time, the history, the culture, and how people really should be treating other people. Right. And just- Capitalism didn't kill it yet. I know, right? Capitalism did, wasn't well, there yet. They were getting there, they were greedy, but no, it was still didn't kill. And just for everyone, I know this hurts. It's shocking. It's, well, let me give you two stories. One, I asked a question today, just talking with my wife about, we were talking about religious people and, and Christianity. And I'm like, go to an ultra religious person and ask them this question. You know, they say, believe in Jesus, you know, and you're in heaven. Jesus, you know, you have to believe in Jesus, you know, you know, to be in heaven. To, mm -hmm. to, so what happens to the little boy or girl in the Hute Tumpeke tribe, I'm just making up a name, Hute Tumpeke village in, in Central or South America in, in the Brazilian rainforest had no contact with Western civilization, but they believe in the great spirits, the spirits and all that, and they grow up to be an old man and they die. Does that mean they don't go to heaven because they didn't Or didn't know? Think about that. Think about Think about that one. Explain that one to me. So you're saying all these people who've never even heard of Christianity in the world don't go to heaven? What are we doing? Well, it, and that, that leads me to another scenario. Because we're so spoiled here in this country sometimes and, you know, they say pray on it. Right. But if you look at a situation, you pray on a situation, but in reality, you could have done some things to avoid the situation. But let's say you pray on a situation here. And God hears all of them, as they say, right? He hears all the prayers. What makes 
your prayer more important than that starving kid in this country? Because I went to church every Sunday, brother, and I gave money to God. What, what about that person or child in another country has to walk miles to get contaminated water? Or that, or that's born with polio, doesn't have yes. access to vaccine. Or a cliff pallet, or uh, malaria's in the village. Mm -hmm. or it's a war-torn country and there's genocide going on, or they just had a bad fire or earthquake. They didn't believe in Jesus hard enough. That's why, brother. Oh, so that's happened in Ohio and Tennessee and Florida and Texas? Yeah. Okay, okay, I just want to double check. Because the people in East Palestine, Ohio, they didn't believe in Jesus enough. That's why that train blew up. Mm -hmm. You got to believe in Jesus. Yeah, do some research on that one too, because it was a certain administration yeah. that took Roll, back the regulations that the previous that? administration, that black dude, yeah, yeah, that said you need to put pneumatic brake systems yeah. on the trains that have braking systems since the Civil War. Yeah, that we need to do that. But yeah. yeah, that that last dude before Biden, that last dude, yeah, he said no, nah. and you and those people with the R's behind their name. Mm. He said, nah. We get in our pockets line. What do we need on that one? Here's my other controversial take. And Christians, it's okay. Breathe with me. Breathe with me. Jesus was married. You know why, Jesus? Well, you, you got two choices. Let's put it. Jesus was married because he was 33 years old. And in that time, Nobody was really 33 and not married by me, right? And traveling with women and men and all that. So more than likely he was married to Mary, Mary Magdalene, right? That was his wife. Or if you don't want to accept that, then we have to accept the other alternate reality. Jesus was gay. So whichever one you want to roll with, it's probably going to hurt your feelings. Do the research. I'm not saying Jesus was gay. I'm saying Jesus was married. But I'm telling you, if you're telling me that he wasn't married, then the other thing is he was gay. Watch every Family Guy episode starring Jesus Christ. <laughs> All I'm saying, we got to bring some reality to this, some thought. Well, and, and also, if, if you did some research too, that Virgin Mary, well, maybe she really wasn't a virgin. Well, yeah. But a young, unwed person at that time, the only translation they have for that word is virgin. Right. So if the language was that limited back then, that's what she was called. So it's called immaculate because we know no other word. Again, Joseph, this is based on translation. Joseph tapped it a little bit early. Let's be okay. It's be okay with it. It happens over the course of time. Joseph tapped it a little bit early. It was a different time. And so also, oh God, here we go. I'm going to upset some people with this. It's the immaculate. I was about to say immaculate reception. Rest in peace, Franco Harris. <laughs> <Back>. <laughs> Cause, 
Immaculate. Football is not religion. No, immaculate conception. Immaculate conception. This is the argument I have often. Ladies and gentlemen, if we go by God and he doesn't want you to break rules, doesn't want you to, you know, he gives you commandments. Why is he breaking his own commandment? Why would he impregnate a woman, an unwed woman, a woman that he's not married to? Doesn't make sense. Mm -mm. Think about that. Doesn't make sense. Well, it, well, again, too, if like you know, he created one for companionship. Why can't priests get married? Oh, because they like both. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say hello? <laughs> because God created man and woman, not man and little boy. <laughs> Here in the Vatican, he Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. <laughs> Adam and little Stevie for the for those priests. <laughs> oh shit. Reference old man hero from the family guy. <laughs> Get your fat ass over here. These are just things I like to throw out. And for all of you, all, I believe Jesus was a real person. I believe in the man. I believe he had a connection, a spiritual connection to God, probably more interconnected to the universe. See, I did that than most people. But I also, just like Muhammad, was connected to the universe than most people either. Just like Moses was connected. But these were all men with a, a strong connection. And I'm sure there's women that they've left out who were interconnected mm -hmm. in the mm -hmm. universe. I, I also look at, <clears throat> oh, well, now we're going deep. I was thinking about this the other day. Take away all the video, all recordings, all this. Take Martin Luther King. Okay. Put him 2000 years ago. Can you see how a religion could be based off of his teachings as well? Oh, most definitely. Most definitely. Especially right. an influential speaker like that, a Correct. persuasive speaker like that. Correct. You see how easy it is to build a, a great religion? Great debater like that. You see how easy it would be to build a religion? The reason why you can't do it now is because we have video of him. We know what he looks like. We know what was said. We know what was done. We know the era and the time. But you have people also like Plato and Socrates. Right. They brought in some great thought. Yeah. To society. Don't actually have a video of them. No. But still, some of their principles and thoughts are useful today. Mm -hmm. There's another one. There's Plato, Socrates, and there was uh, Aristotle. Aristotle. That's it. You said started with a T. There was a T in there. It's close enough. Don't spill the T. We called him Tali. We called him Tali. His name was Aristotle. We called him Tali. My name was, I saw Tali over there. Tali, what you doing? <laughs> yeah, Tali grew up on 17th, 17th Street down there. <laughs>